2: I What's going on, dude? Oh,
1: you know I
2: know We at,
1: matched today I think that's
2: cute <laughs> Did you call I got your text earlier You were like, hey I'm gonna wear the green Green seedless shirt yeah. Can you, uh Can you wear yours? And I was like, dude I'm already wearing it
1: Yep It's, it's we were, on We were right there on I can wavelength. go Do you wanna go
2: grab my green seedless hoodie? <laughs> <laughs> Did they pay us yet? No, not yet Oh We're getting there, though. I'm definitely still digging the bags. This is so awesome. Uh, Tuesday, January 4th, 2011. It Mm. is. It's a new year. Interesting. I actually wrote... 2010. You'll Good see job. in you, the notebook there the timekeeper.
1: You also referred oh. to something as ending this year earlier and I was like, wait this year yeah. or 2010 no. last, last year. year? Like
2: last week. Last yeah. year. Like four days ago. And this ago.
1: is our second show of the year. I know. Too. Look at that. I the know. first one
2: was on the first. I hope you've all been enjoying the back catalog over 47 episodes. On top of this, if you're in uh, iTunes you can search Hotbox or Just, it's on the site. Look at it. Look. I put it there for you to click on. Look at it. So, lots been going on since last we talked. We got an email from a friend of mine, actually. Uh, He says, I'm not... What's DOC? I'm not DOC. I was...
1: Department of Corrections?
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm not DOC. I was up front and told my probation officer about my green card. So, a friend of mine, he's on probation. He lives Uh in uh, Washington. Uh, It was issued, he sent this news story in. He says this was issued by the same doctor who they talk of in this article. He says, my PO kind of chuckled when he saw my card and asked if I knew that the doctor was under investigation. Uh, He did, however, allow my exemption from being in any trouble for failing P-tests. My card has since expired, and I cannot renew it based on my old records. Now I have to quit because the P-test I had exemption from can now send me back to jail. Uh, Isn't that amazing how that works?
1: Yeah. That is, that's kind of, that sucks. Sucks for him. It
2: does. <sighs> like, you were just, like, five minutes ago, I swear, I was exempt from this. And now yeah. I'm, t- I'm not.
1: We were all cool, and then what happened? <laughs> did,
2: you, did you heal? No? Well... Maybe. Uh, the clinic asked if I had seen a doctor since getting my card, and I was like, um, no, the treatment has been working. Like, why would I... I'm fine now. Why would I need to go to, to another doctor? They now want new doctor records and images quote of my back which is stupid because my reasoning was muscle spasms not quite sure how they expect me to provide them with photographs of muscle spasms i have leads on some compassionate doctors in seattle but no money to follow up on them until this summer uh So so they
1: won't let they won't take his medical records because the doctor's under investigation
2: no, it lapsed, but he, he, yeah, they won't like let him renew it through that doctor because he is. They let mm. it in because he already had it, but they. So wouldn't, now he
1: needs to find a new doctor, which involves he cannot new renew records. it based
2: on his old records. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he has to get new records with new images and all that stuff. That's that's totally messed up. So the story it's uh, from Cannabis News: felons who want medical marijuana put state in awkward position. Uh, in Seattle, several times for the w- several times a week for the past two years, felons on supervision have asked the Department of Corrections for special permission to use medical marijuana. Hey, you were right, DOC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of the requests, which are signed by doctors, are vague, listing just chronic pain as the reason for the drug, but others describe agony, anorexia from AIDS, or chronic vomiting uh, from chemotherapy. Anorexia, huh? That's on the list.
1: It's an eating disorder. Montana recognizes eating disorders also. Hmm. Bulimia and anorexia.
2: Like I have to put my finger down my throat otherwise i go crazy, right? It's a
1: mental disorder. Sure
2: it is. Sure. And
1: so which is odd because they don't recognize depression or anxiety, but it's it's an eating disorder. You Mentally won't eat or want to get it out of your body after you've eaten because you're scared <coughs> of the weight. It's also an anxiety disorder, but you know.
2: Hmm. So, as regulars as reign, the State's Department of Corrections has turned down nearly all of them. Out of 320 requests, seven people have gotten permission. A, uh, <coughs> excuse me. A select group that includes a forger wasting away from AIDS and a white haired grandmother named Kathy Parkins with fibromyalgia.
1: She's on probation? Uh, Apparently. She's a felon?
2: Uh, Grandma? Apparently. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Squeezed by conflicting duties of policing felons while not meddling with their medical treatment, the agency has been swept into the complex and ongoing debate about the state's 12-year-old voter-approved medical marijuana law. The pressure on the DOC to permit felons to use medical marijuana is likely to intensify as the medical pot industry flourishes... And polls show public opinion increasingly favoring legalization. New patients are being authorized by the day, and dozens of new uh, marijuana dispensaries are eager to serve them. The state is even getting in on the action, announcing earlier this month an attempt to tax medical marijuana retail sales. Sure, why not? Advocates for medical... Why the... Really? Why not? Anyone else? Does anyone else want to tax this while we're at it? Advocates for medical pot estimate at least 100,000 patients statewide are approved for its use, and about 5,000 people make their living off medicinal pot.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's in Washington. So. So, yeah, I mean, you know... J- Jason, are we talking about JC?
2: I Heidi says no Jason
1: joined Facebook today. That's He's pretty sweet. He's up to sweet. 11 friends now.
2: After 10 hours...
1: Huh! Oh dear.
2: Just wait, dude. Once he starts harnessing the power of the book, maybe he's working with the police department from this story. Here <laughs> is Does he? That
1: mean I have a new Walda bully?
2: Maybe. <laughs> is he? From... <laughs> is he in Fargo, North Dakota? That would be awesome if that was him. Fargo. Do you? So you would. I need to get some pot. I'm gonna go on Facebook and just. Like, status update, hey, does anybody know where to get a bag, uh, what would you say, of of pot? Would you say pot? Of weed? Would you say reefer? What would you say?
1: I wouldn't post that on Facebook. Well,
2: let's say, hypothetically, you were going, you really, this was your last resort.
1: I would probably call it MJ or something stupid like that.
2: I need some, would you just say the color of it and say I need some green... Probably. <laughs> and then, I know
1: people who've been smart enough to post that they're selling on Facebook, and then they get messages from other people, and they're like, oh, crap, I don't think I should sell to them. Dude, my <laughs> mom just
2: saw that, and we are so effed. But yeah, a dude in Fargo, North Dakota, was trying to buy pot from under... Well, I, I don't think he knew they were undercover cops, but they ended up being undercover cops, uh and they they posed as a pot seller on Facebook, and he got one and a half years of probation. Is that fair for being dumb? I would have said maybe two years just so you learn your lesson right
1: oh well, yeah you know you gotta you gotta teach a lesson D-
2: was it was it like facebook dot com slash pot seller or like <laughs> was it like your local oh. pot seller And then it, it goes like based on what you're located. It was wants like an weed? ad Facebook.com
1: slash who wants
2: <laughs> The cops totally took out an ad On Facebook Oh nice. And it showed up They're like demographic the whole US
1: <laughs>
2: Wanna buy some pot?
1: We're here all the time Want a
2: piece of candy?
1: Pot farm me Kitty. Stop it!
2: Excuse me to Yell at my cat sometimes uncalled for.
1: Well, you know.
2: The kid was 21 years old. His name was Benjamin Felch. Felch. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. Felony counts of attempting to possess marijuana with intent to deliver and possession of drug paraphernalia, along with a pair of drug-related misdemeanor charges. That's so amazing. So, cops are on Facebook. Be careful.
1: Wow. Why would you...
2: (laughs) Why would you ever... Yeah. Can you use the search function for that and just search for marijuana? You'd <laughs> go through like a list of like a thousand I stupid thought, apps that nobody uses.
1: I thought Facebook banned certain marijuana things. No,
2: because they have that game, right? Like Mafia Pot Wars. farm. Yeah. yeah or That that's one. The game. I don't know. I don't and play then any also of those.
1: Like Greenville. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I know people.
2: Yeah. So that's <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. But I mean, still, why would you? Why would you try to buy it off Facebook? Like, are you just sitting there going, "Oh <coughs> wow, dude, this guy's got some stuff." i You would think it.
2: that you would you found some and you were like, "Yes, like that is so cool. I found pot on Facebook." Like it wouldn't even cross your mind that like maybe that might not be yeah. someone selling you pot. It's like yeah. the guy that finds like he's like, "Yes, I found the one fourteen-year-old girl in a chat room that wants to get down in cyber." Like no, dude. It's a dude. Yeah, it's probably a dude with a so, badge. There's a <laughs> lot of
1: things that you shouldn't do online, and buying marijuana from an, from anybody on Facebook is one of them.
2: Yes. <laughs> so well, but that's just good me, luck to you. You know. So what? And I,
1: hey, Heidi, anytime you want to call in and make some announcements. I'll oh, does Heidi me. have
2: announcements?
1: I I think. Would she you does.
2: care to use this big, giant megaphone I have?
1: Here.
2: <laughs> Look at this thing. 406 204 4687, of course. So did you see the big giant New Year's pot bust? Did you what see What happened? Uh 2,494 pounds trying to get Ooh. in through the Laredo port of entry. The most awesome thing about this and here i I'll I, I will give bricked. you I will give you the link in the chat. So check this shit out. They say that this has an estimated street value of two point four million dollars. Okay, but like, look, look at the picture. Look at that pot. How much would you pay for that pot?
1: Not that much. I would give
2: them like twenty dollars. Maybe. Maybe. Yes, caller, you're live on the hot box. What's up? All
0: right. Hey, how you doing, guys?
2: Awesome. What's going on? How are you doing?
0: I am doing good. We are heading into what we are calling the week of Irvin.
1: Yay!
0: Yeah, so I need to call and let everybody know what was going on so we can have as many people there as possible, and we have a huge fundraiser on the 15th, so I'm telling everybody right now, if you love... What we're doing, if you love your industry and if you love medical cannabis, we've got to get on stuff now. We've got to start raising funds. We need to pay our lobbyists. And we've just got to keep rocking so we can get these people educated and turn stuff around.
2: So what is this week of Irvin you speak of?
1: Do you, do you the week of Irvin. Well, the
0: two real public events that we have will be on the 8th and the 15th. And they're both in Missoula. Okay. Missoula, so Montana. 80s, what we have going on. Yeah, Missoula, Montana.
2: Okay, thank you. You have to specify Montana. these things when on an internet, worldwide radio podcast.
0: Well, yeah, and we, all, we do go international, too. That's
2: right. Awesome. Missoula, How many
0: listeners do we have tonight?
2: Montana, United States of America. Yes. So... Montucky. <laughs> Don't call it that. I'm trying to build a good reputation for Montana, and every time someone says Montucky, it just destroys my dreams.
0: Hey, I, I was a proud Montucky girl here.
2: <laughs> I know you See, are. I find it
1: funny because I was born in Kentucky and I grew up in Montana. So. <laughs>
2: Sandy's the only one well, you're that's the
1: true Montucky. You're girl. the
2: <laughs> only one allowed to do that.
0: Okay. Yay. <laughs> Okay, well, anyway, what we got going on is on the 8th, in Missoula, Montana, at Zoo Mountain Natural Care, there will be a book signing from 6 to 9 with free wine and appetizers.
2: Free wine? That'll be
0: the time for the meet and greet. Yeah, Logan, his folks, uh, they're from a vineyard. Ah. He, he's a vineyard boy.
2: Nice. So. You know what you're getting into, feeding all those Missoula hippies all that wine. <laughs> well, gonna, that's
0: why we need to drag in more people to mellow it out.
2: Well, <laughs>
0: so, Wait, it's not think ahead, Heidi. We want to have... see as many people from across the state as possible that can make it there. At least, you know, book signing is great, and we'll be raffling off a ticket. We'll be selling raffle tickets right now for a can, one of the Irvin's empty cans. It was a fundraiser for our Montana Medical Growers Association. So, uh, you know, that's my baby, our trade association, and uh, one of my favorite causes, who I work very hard for. So that's one thing we're really pushing, trying to get money for them so that we can fight as well.
2: Yeah, if people want to know. We're
0: planning on a booklet that we need to have printed, and it's going to be very explanatory of cannabis. So we can instruct people being put together right now. So we got to raise money so we can print that and get it out to the public. Yeah.
2: If people want to know okay. more about like who the MMGA is, too, on the YouTube account on the Hotbox, there's a bunch of videos from uh, the conference in Helena and a couple of the meetings here in Kalispell. So and they can, also
0: feature Irv. Uh,
2: yeah, so you can check those out Yeah. youtube.com. Yeah, we always to be
0: going to those and referring people to those. MindMedicineTheBook.com is a great website. It's got that one-minute little blurb on Urban where he introduces himself. Mm-hmm. So that's a great way to go tease people and draw them in because they go, What? after they watch the one-minute thing, and then they can buy his book or whatever, and then they can go find the YouTube videos from there. And, you know, if you keep hunting, boy, there's a lot of stuff out there when you really get to dig it. Yeah, yeah. if
2: you search his name on YouTube or just, like, medical marijuana, anything like that, he usually comes up, and he's got a bunch of videos from different state, like, places he's testified at and the the talks that he's given to the judges and stuff. Like, it's Mm -hmm. so great, because... You watch the reaction of the judges, and they're just like dumbfounded. Like what? Yeah, you—they have and no idea. Exactly it's...
0: what we're going to have him doing with our legislative people now.
2: That's yeah. Um,
0: we've got some events scheduled on Capitol Hill where we're going to be introducing him to legislators. Um, you know, part of him coming here to Montana—that's all being paid for by your MMGA—is part in on that. Um, We've got CRCP kicking in funds. There's people from all across the state that have kicked in funds to help bring Irvin back here to help us fight. Because he is truly proof that cannabis works as medicine. Yes. And he covers every aspect of it, from employment to um, driving. Mm -hmm. He has protocol. It's in his protocol that he can drive Mm -hmm. as long as he is not impaired. That's the whole thing. I mean, if they go and put cannabis as an illegal substance to drive, what is Heidi Hanford going to do in Lincoln, Montana, 60 miles from anywhere? F- hire a chauffeur? Yeah,
2: right. Well, <laughs>
0: Yeah. You have well,
2: your private I mean, helicopter. <laughs> I am
0: a patient. That's how I treat myself. The only way I'm going to get cannabis out of my system to ever pass one of their tests is to completely quit. And then if I do that, there's no way I could drive because my muscle spasms would be so bad in my upper arms. I couldn't <clears> even <throat> change gears or hold the steering wheel for any period of time. So...
2: Yeah, you gotta go or through like one of those crazy detox things, like just drink water all day, and just pee. yeah, I to
1: get it all out of your system. yeah,
2: like it's impossible, but yeah. like you're not impaired at all, like at all, and it's no,
0: and they're as gonna make fact, this really hard. Um, if, you know, as I study and read more, I found for myself I very rarely ever get impaired, really. And when I do, it's strictly mainly from an edible or something that I did it to myself on purpose to put myself to sleep or something like that. Takes a
2: lot sometimes. um,
0: Well, a lot of things what they say is as people get accustomed to their cannabis medicine and how it works on their body, why they don't get impaired is because the cannabis is actually working on the pain. So it takes away the euphoric part of it because it's out there working on the stuff that needs to be worked on. In the endocannabinoid system.
2: Mm-hmm. But if there's so, no pain, then you get, what, really messed up? Is that how that works?
0: Well, I don't know if that works either. That may be when you get to the point of oversaturation. Right. Well, possibly, but so, I don't know. You know, we're all on a steep <laughs> learning curve because it's so new to so many of us. But if yeah. you
2: oversaturate on anything, you get sick. Like if I drink too much water, I'll get sick.
0: Yeah. Oh, people died drinking too much water. Oh, yeah. they do, I breathe they had a radio too contests Where the people who personally drank the most water won something. Yeah, it was hold you your wee for a wee.
2: Water intoxication. Ask me how I know that.
1: Yeah, and hold then g- people fra- that were taking ecstasy were doing that, too, because they were getting so thirsty, and they were drinking and drowning themselves to death. Mm-hmm. Right,
0: right.
1: So now, Heidi, this this event on the 8th, where and
0: when does it start? Okay, that will be from 6 to 9 at Zoo Mountain Natural Care. Okay. And that is on Broadway Avenue in Missoula. Okay. Um, 401 Broadway is where the TCHS medical clinics are, and they're a block south, I think it is. and
1: All right. So and they're then... right
0: there. If anybody, you know, just look up Zoo Mountain Natural Care. They're everywhere. They advertise all over the place. They're a good caregiver there in Missoula. Logan's doing a pretty good job, and he's on MGA.
1: Yeah, they're good guys definitely
0: mm-hmm. so now this yeah, and i've heard from a lot of people that are coming from across the state so far so you know the more people the merrier the more people we'll get to meet Irv. we really don't want to interrupt him during a legislative session when we got him up there on the hill because we need him talking to our legislators so these are really going to be the two events where we can get patients and caregivers to meet Irvin. you know the book signings is the beginning of his time here and then on the 15th before he leaves is the farewell party and huge fundraiser and the theme is no patient left behind because we want no patient left behind we want we don't want any patients left behind because of their age because of their condition or because of their probation status that's another huge thing that has to be approached. And one thing I'm gonna to plead to right now to every probationer that is out there. Get your head out of your ass and behave yourself, or they're gonna take it away from every single one of us because of one of you idiots that can't behave and you have to go nah, nah, nah. Well, you know how many people you're hurting on a national basis by doing that? Knock it the hell off, shape up, ship out.
2: Are people doing that? Yes. It. Who's doing it? Yeah,
0: they go in and they roll up a joint right in front of their probation officer. Who does that? And then they wonder why it's all going to be taken away. And then they're going to cry in their tears and feel sorry for themselves. And they're not going to think about one single patient out there that they hurt because they can't think about anybody but themselves. Their actions hurt everybody. And not just in Montana. Montana is being watched nationally, especially after the Musoula thing and the pot shot heard around the world. They are watching very closely. And one probationer out there with some whacked out probation officer who is so reefer madness out is going to ruin it for the entire population, and it's not fair. Other probationers are going to be condemned to chemical Trapped, having their kidneys, their livers destroyed, and that c- type of addiction out there because of dumbasses that can't think of anybody but themselves and go near and near.
1: Yeah, they definitely need to show some humility and some gratitude that they're being given the opportunity to do that, even though they're on their conditions they are. And
0: something, another thing that none of them seem to understand is
1: respect. Yeah, and discretion.
0: Yeah, I mean, part of... You know, everybody wants to bitch about Jason this and Jason that, but nobody really gets why he got where he got. And it was because it was a complete disrespect for Montana or other people. So if you're disrespectful, you're going to get that back. Heidi. You don't like it.
2: Heidi. Heidi, who's yelling for you, Heidi?
0: Oh, my family. Uh Apparently I have to be counseled when I talk.
2: (laughs) Watch Uh out. Well, that's (laughs) going to be a good time. Well, you did a very
1: good job of setting
0: them straight. Thank you. Well, it really upsets me. I've never got to bring it up before, but I am now. Because it's gotten to a point where it's critical and people are going to die.
1: Well, and I totally agree with you. And, I mean, it's not just people on probation and parole. I think it's actually, I mean, honestly, I think it's patients in general. They need to remember... Mm -hmm. That they need to be respectful and they need to be discreet. You can't just shove it in people's faces and scream at people and expect them to, you know, understand you. I mean, Jason has the wrong approach completely. And it infuriates me that he tries to act like he's speaking for me. Mm -hmm. You know, and because he's a bad example. The bad examples are the ones who are going to make it difficult for those of us who are trying to do things the right way.
0: Exactly, because then the the opposition grabs that one vision of that one person, and that's the only person they see. When they hear medical marijuana, they think Jason Christ. They see a circus show, and that's where they go. And that's where they say, this is what I voted for. And you know what? It's not what I voted for either.
1: Well, and people remember news stories a lot more when they're shocked and offended by it than when, Uh you know... It's a good heartfelt story. Well,
2: what are the stories that your parents always tell you about? Like, especially around times of the holidays when you're all hanging out and stuff, they always like want to make conversation. So that, yeah, so. like something that they see, and that's usually what it is. If you stuff know, in the news. they know well, yeah, you smoke pot or idea whatever. Is terrify your youth so
0: they won't go do it. If you scare the shit out of them, they won't do it.
1: Yeah, actually, um, a friend's parents dropped off uh, some newspapers for me to look in the classifieds, and one of the papers didn't have any classifieds in it. I was like, why did they give me this? <laughs> and then I find a news story all about how some caregiver was pleading guilty to all this stuff that he did wrong. Right, and right. I'm like, oh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Needed that. But, you know, Not for... Again.
2: For every one of those stories, you can just as easily find a story of a doctor who's like selling pills out of pill mill or whatever. They like to use that kind of scare stuff oh, for yeah. you.
1: Yeah, of course. But marijuana yeah. gets more publicity because it's illegal.
2: Well, yeah. Right. But it's well, what's on you, everyone's uh, mind Paul right now.
0: and parole, I did have to finish up on that. If they, do, if they do not pull their head out of their ass, straighten up, and fly right, they're going to hurt so many people. Mm-hmm. And I would hope that these people who go in front of courtrooms and ask for forgiveness from their peers or the people they have hurt or offended will have the same compassion for the people that they could possibly hurt and offend even more. It's not all about you, it's about everybody and the plant. Respect the plant and the
2: patient. Thank you, Heidi.
0: I am okay, agree I'm on that completely. Topic. So now let's go to the next event, because that's going to be so fun. Yes. What's You're that? not going to believe who I booked for the band on the 15th. Matt who?
2: Lee of the Jam... Oh, who?
0: House
1: of Quist.
2: Never heard Guthrie of Guthrie
1: Quist. Went oh. to
0: school with him.
2: Sorry. <laughs> who?
0: Yes, and his daddy Rob Guthrie, Quiff. which brings with them I've a heard lot of... of our Mission Mountain Woodband following. These huh. are the yes. spawn of Mission Mountain Woodband.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're a band. And if
0: anybody remembers cool. in Montana, the history, we always have to think about the history of our forefathers. Mission Mountain Woodband helped build libraries for colleges with kagers. Okay,
2: <laughs> are you serious? Labor
0: Day kagers were held to build the Aber Library huh. at University of Montana. That's pretty Ooh. awesome. look up and read up on Mission Mountain Wood Band. Incredible history behind this band. And they were truly the heart of Montana in the late 70s and 80s. They had huge keggers. You would not believe. The police escorted them out after the keger in their cars. I, I mean, insane. One full day party keger and they built a library with it, okay? So if they can do that kind of stuff with a keger, what can we do with cannabis?
2: Ed Bland says I remember I was very young. He says we oh, need we... anybody
0: in that age group, they were there, they remember they were some of the greatest parties that were ever held in the state of Montana. Probably See, in the all of the great parties happened before.
2: I, was born. I don't know. We've had some pretty great parties.
0: Yeah, but, but a lot of the people who attended those parties yeah. are sitting in our legislative like, seats right now. They're in that age group and demographic.
2: Well, that's helpful. So
0: we're calling the brothers home.
2: Good job, Montana voters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you got to get them in where the history is and call them back to their forefathers and remind them uh-huh. who they are.
2: That's right. Hey, remember before you used to lie all the time, like when you were cool, when you were younger? <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs>
0: Remember when we were cool? Yeah, (laughs) come on. (laughs) Yeah, back in the day. Anyway, now we're all just old and weird. But no. (laughs) So anyway, we have those guys going, and then um, I think Dirty Rotten Scoundrels out of Missoula. But on the fifteenth, it's a huge fundraising event. So the doors will open at four thirty. We're going to have a dinner later that night, 7 to 9 or something like that. Irvin's going to be speaking. Now, the dinner price is steep per plate, but it's a fundraiser, people. If you love your industry, if you love your cannabis, and if you love what we do and you want to keep doing what we're doing and show them that we can do it right, well, we got to put up or shut up because we can't be a bunch of poor folk on the hill. Yeah. It ain't going to flock. We're battling people out there with a lot more money. So when you go to your grow shop, when you go to your picks and shovels establishments, meaning any supportive services, I want to see somebody call Northwestern Energy and get a donation. <laughs> How much have they reaped off of this industry for the past six years?
2: Yeah, right.
1: Holy cow. They actually, uh-huh. Heidi, did you hear that um, they saw that my electric bill was $500 and wanted to send an emergency crew out to check and make sure <laughs> nothing was wrong?
2: Oh, I assure you, it's okay.
1: Oh yeah, I was like, no, seriously, wow. I owe you guys five hundred dollars for my electric last right. month. Totally, <laughs> that's that's cool. I no, promise. I'll pay it. I wanted. Well, to know how Well, I hope it was. people know
0: that they can still apply for LEAP even if they're a patient growing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is an unacceptable.
2: danger right. in their eyes. Isn't they're, it a co-op? They're there to take Don't... care
0: of you, and it's a medical necessity. They will take care of you. That's right. Yep.
2: So that's our electricity.
0: <laughs> right, right, and it, it's it's, it's going to take care of you for a medical need. They can't cut you off of that. They consider it like oxygen is what I've been told. What about
2: being warm? Is that a medical need, maybe or no?
0: Oh, definitely. Look really? at the guy who froze to death up in your neck of the woods.
2: Yeah, no kidding, that huh? Was
0: bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: they should pay some the Walmart
1: parking lot. Uh,
2: I think so, maybe That's
1: why they. That's why they cleared out the shanty town.
2: Did they?
0: Yep. They cleared. Yeah, he was a long-haul huh. trucker that just recently got terminated from his job. And the, the police up there, the wonderful police up there were taking him coffee and donuts, and it was an officer who found him. He showed up to bring him coffee and donuts in the morning. Huh. The guy was a nice guy. And he um, his battery died in his car, and he had an electric blanket he'd been sleeping under. When they found him, he wasn't quite gone, but he didn't make it. It was really a sad deal. I felt really bad for those officers.
1: Yeah. And,
0: well, of course, for the man who died in his family. I mean, um, he came back to Columbia Falls because that's where his family was. He'd been a long-haul trucker for years. They had a big story about him in the paper up there. It was really nice.
1: Yeah, I but. saw that.
0: Anyway, I digress.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we'll get back to the 15th. Um, so that is just going to be the huge, huge deal, that seventy-five plate, $70 plate dinner. Um, it's $75. That is to get our people there. We're going to be sponsoring some plates for some politicians to get them there to hear Irvin speak and that kind of thing. So we have that higher plate price, but we got to get some people in there sponsor some things. Plus, we need money. We are a brand-new industry, and nobody has the money.
2: Where's all the money going? We don't go? have
0: the backers. We don't have Pfizer. We don't have blah, blah, blah. We don't have the pharmaceutical money behind us. We have us and our little grassroots movement. So, hey, people, I'm telling you, we have a big group of us that are out here kicking our ass, and we're doing what we can. And there's about probably 30 people right now who are working very hard on this. Let's get more.
2: 32. I challenge
0: each and every one of you to get people out there to go. The band prices we've got two or three bands coming that night with a nice string quartet for dinner. And when it comes after dinner for the band, it's five bucks to get in the door. You can afford that. Come on, people.
2: You know what the difference is we don't have the government backing us like the pharmaceutical no. company has backing them, like all of the patients are broke. all of the people that, that are why growing we have are to behind fight that
0: much what? harder, and the people who do have the money come on, guys, pony up
2: yeah there's some people what? out there that have a lot of money, but they're putting it in other places right now they're trying to invest in things like. Like, natural, like, solar panels and wind stuff and energy well, stocks yeah, and but stuff you know what? trying to make money. What good money? is that
0: going to be if we lose our law or they restrict us to a point where them solar panels are Yeah, exactly.
2: Useless? It has to hit them in a way that makes them see, like, that they need to care about this, too. Even if they don't smoke pot, like, this affects them. There being another major industry in Montana affects all of the other industries.
1: Well, the other problem I well, think right. is we've had to hide for so long. Right. I mean, how? There is well, a lot of people out there that We not have a smoke. lot of money and stuff. We all had to go off into the country and hide to grow and get good stuff going. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we don't have money. Yeah, well, we're going to be
0: back to hiding again if we don't do something. So we got it do it. And we have to do it now. As a matter of fact, I was on the phone with one man this morning and he said, oh, I don't like this person. I don't like that person. I went, you know what? I don't care who the hell you don't like. I don't like this person. But I have to deal with them. Because if we want to win our law if we want to make this right, you got to swallow your pride and your principles, as you call them, and walk. That means hold your head straight and just march. <laughs> don't do any of this little drama piddly ass shit on the floor. It's not time for teenage girl fights. Yeah. And it's not.
2: <clears throat> that's what God is here, here in the first place. People need to
0: up by their bootstraps, put their spine back in their back, and walk.
2: Well, thank you, you know? Heidi.
1: Well, I, I agree with you completely. And it frustrates me that there's also people out there that are scared to let anybody know that they're supportive. So they're scared to financially help because of that.
2: Right.
0: You know? I think that's a cop out and excuse. There really is, you know, some people I understand there is a need, but some people use it as an
2: excuse. But the people that have, f- like, fortunes. You show up at their
0: house, and they got a pipe sitting on their damn coffee table, but they're too chicken to donate, but they can leave their pipe sitting on their coffee table? Come on. hmm Tell me you're hiding. No, if you're hiding, I don't show up at your doorstep because you don't want to be seen with me. hmm <laughs> Mm-hmm. But all that, too, is walking and representing and and being respectful. You know, it's all such a line. And part of what they don't want to align themselves with, and I I empathize with this, is they don't want to be viewed as a pothead because that has such a terrible stigma with it.
2: I was on the phone. Pillhead is much better. I agree.
0: (laughs) Mark Long finally got back with me. I got to talk to that man for an hour. And one thing I'm going to bring up, because he appreciates me because of my perception on this, and I hope you guys will appreciate it and understand it. Law enforcement, for many years, how many thousands of dollars have we spent and paid to train these men to think the way they think? Lots. Thousands. Thousands of dollars have been invested to make them the best that they could be to protect us. I paid to have them trained to protect me. Okay? That's their job. <clears throat> and now in this industry, with it as a Schedule 1 drug, we're asking them to betray their people who paid this so much money to have them be the highly trained professionals that they are. And we're going to say, hey, just turn your head.
2: No, you can't and tell. You it it's can't a Schedule say it 1 like drug?
0: That. We are so morally out of line on that whole deal. They understand. They get it. Some of the old timers never will. But the newer guys and the guys who listen... And the guys who get out and visit with the people. And the guys who people actually respect and they'll hang out long enough to talk to you because you're respectful to them. And you understand their side and that they get up every morning and put their pants on just like we do. And they have kids and families and troubles and serious problems and blah, 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 blah. And then on top of it, they have a moral conviction that runs so deep through them that that is why they're in the job that they're in. And they don't go into that job to become an asshole. Maybe in other states, maybe in other countries, but not in Montana. The majority of these officers that I meet, and I know, are good goddamn people, and there's no reason anybody should ever run them down. They get run into a corner, they're going to fight back. They're having a bad day. You've had a bad day. Everybody has a bad day. Then there are the genuine dicks. They are out there. They do exist. Okay, every industry, they're there. We have them in ours. Mm-hmm. <coughs> But to expect to take somebody who has been paid and trained and put in such a position of trust to just turn their head and say, whatever. You know, the ones that do, I really commend them because it's really still against everything that we have taught them to do. You know? Hey. They're really stretched there.
2: Montana Connect says, clean off my side of the bed and shut up.
0: Oh, nice. (laughs) Now my family's on my computer. (laughs) I know, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, thank you, Heidi.
0: Okay, but yeah, that's where we sit on that one with, you know, just whenever anybody's dealing with law enforcement, keep that in mind.
2: It's you know, their job. They're people too. You, yeah, just, have to, you just have to,
0: you just have to, train
2: you have to change their protocols and what their directives are instead exactly. of just being we like, we have look. to change
0: the tools that we give them.
2: You can't say look the other way. You have to say, this is now not your job.
0: Right. This is your directive.
2: And everything will follow. Right. But before that happens, you and have to reschedule that, it. Yes. Okay. It's the so, scheduling,
0: and scheduling is all a law enforcement issue.
2: Do that, right? and
0: then... Scheduling was done by law enforcement. No. So when they're told Schedule 1, their eyes are... We train them to have their eyes bug out of their head like the guy in the mask. What? When they see Schedule 1, that's what they do. Their eyes bug out of their head. Right. We taught them to do that. They're supposed to.
2: Well, and for so PCP, sure. Maybe... But
0: their eyes that I could get further.
2: In the case of PCP and maybe heroin, sometimes sure, maybe your eyes should bug out, but definitely not pot. You know,
0: that's why they're the still one, like scheduling it, is incredibly stupid.
2: That's the one thing in that whole group that doesn't absolutely not belong.
0: <laughs> yeah, clearly, it doesn't even fit on a schedule. It's a flippin' herb. Come it's on. crazy
2: when you look at like what it's among. It's it's like it sticks out so bad.
0: It's offensive.
2: It's scared. It looks at me and it's like, help
0: me. I shouldn't be in Yeah, it's like, what the hell am I doing here? Crazy. Who are these people? Oh my God. Get me out of here. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's what I'd be if I were a little leaf jumping around that Oh. Uh, so, anyway, that's what's going on I'm on the 15th. Um, We've got events posted out on the Facebook thing. Uh, I don't really have a phone number have people call my montana connect number if they get this just call 406-594-7932 i don't want anybody left without contact information so 406-594-7932 if they do get my voicemail please leave a message hey heidi i need to drink my battery or heidi, i'm on the phone
2: shut up we, n- we know how to get a hold of you heidi
0: <laughs> on, facebook. on facebook i mean for all of these events for everyone
2: us. everyone knows
0: especially donating
2: that's yes. right if you have any money and then left... And if
0: you watch the emails, we'll be getting stuff out. And whenever they get an email on the CRCP stuff, forward it to everybody. We need everybody to work together on this.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you for the call, Heidi. We'll see you in Missoula, Thanks maybe. Thanks
0: for letting me hawk up your show.
2: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye, Heidi. Bye,
1: Heidi.
2: How would you rate this overall call? Completely long. That's not an option. I'll say fair. Thank you, Skype. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Heidi, everyone. So, are are we going to this thing in Missoula?
1: I want to. Yeah, it's on Saturday.
2: This Saturday.
1: Yes, this Saturday. All right. That's what I want to do.
2: I don't have a car, so you gotta drive if we're going.
1: Oh yeah. I
2: don't okay. Know if- my boss would be very cool with me taking the work truck to yeah, Missoula. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the furthest I get to go with that thing is Poulsen.
1: Sure. No, <laughs> see, th- somebody's in the chat now.
2: Or if someone just wants to donate $600 Hi, to Jimmy. me first, and then I can get my car fixed, and then you guys can donate the rest to Heidi's <laughs> thing. <laughs> After, you know, you give to the show, for sure.
1: Yeah, you know. So what now? Um. So that, bud, right there... I this think one. you should pull out oh. and show to everybody. I think actually and you're. Then we should put that in the cam two
2: hotboxpodcastcom dot com live. Oh, that is right. pretty. The
1: the other cams. are But over I have there. to say
2: you have the HD cam. So if you want to hold HD that, it? there you go. Check that out. So what is that called?
1: This is strawberry cough.
2: Strawberry cough. Hmm. You want to tell me...
1: This is from our friend Jimmy.
2: From Jimmy One. Jimmy One. Did you... Is this yours? It's pretty. It's very That's pretty.
1: gorgeous. I think we're going to... I think we should put that in now. Okay. Okay. I just cleaned it. Good so, job. So, do you want to break off a piece and shove it in there?
2: That's very nice, Jimmy. This is terrible radio, by the way. <laughs> 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 Trying to, like... Smoking pot on the on the radio is hard to do. There's too much stuff in the way.
1: I know, and then there's that downtime where you're you know, paying attention to what you do. If we
2: ever do get paid a bunch of money and get to like build a separate studio because I'm sick of my living room being a podcast studio, you would build that aspect of it into the studio. Like your tables would have built-in places for your bongs to sit, to yes. where they went all the way down or something. And no,
1: I would just have it built in, like. And you would push a button, on and it the would microphone. Sh-
2: nice, mouthpiece like right yes. here, so you could just
1: hit it and talk. Oh wow! Hit it, and that would
2: talk. be awesome. Yes, we should get on that.
1: Yep. Oh crap! We set it on, on air now. Trademark.
2: That's ours. Trademark. Sorry, guys. Yep. <laughs> Called it. (laughs) Called it. Awesome. Hey, um...
1: That was strawberry cough, not the THC bomb yet. It's the cough, Ed. It's the cough.
2: Ed Um, wants to go to Helena and speak also, and I think he would be a good person, too. He would
1: be a very good person. He's been
2: through some trauma. Yeah. And marijuana has helped his life massively.
1: Yes. I think we should... You know what? I think... I think a lot of things, but Ed's definitely a person who needs to go talk to the legislator legislative committee about, you know, how it's benefited him for sure. I've talked to him and I've I've been amazed just at what has happened to him and how, you know, functioning he is (coughs) medicating the way that he does.
2: That is delicious, by the way.
1: My turn. So, should we go back to the New year's bust, or
2: oh no, I just wanted to mention that, like I wouldn't pay more than ten dollars for that, but uh they they seem to think that they did a pretty great thing, and that that is good getting disgusting pot like that off the streets, I'm all about, so go uh you guys, oh, and wow. we should be you should yeah. if you're buying pot, you should be buying pot local that you know for sure was grown local <laughs> that way, you know. That way those people have monies to donate to organizations like the Hotbox and the MMGA.
1: Oh, we should have Ed on the show. Jimmy said Ed was talking about being on the show. I think we should have him on the show.
2: It's your show. Let's do it. When? Call right now. You want to, like, come over here to my studio?
1: (laughs) Well, we probably don't can't have call time it a right house now. It's
2: not a house during the hours of 8 and And we'll ten. probably
1: be in Missoula on Saturday. But maybe next Tuesday. Sure. We can plan something.
2: So, can we... Did, did you see this dispensary story that did a, a pot food drive? I think that's a really awesome idea. And I think that's awesome that they made a paper story for that, you know? Yeah. Like, even if it is California. (laughs) But I think it's awesome also that the name of the place is Granny's Perps. (laughs) Medical Marijuana Dispensary. They gave patients free marijuana cigarette, a dube, uh, for every four cans of food they donated. The maximum was three cigarettes a day. The dispensary collected 11,000 pounds of donations this holiday season. What did your dispensary do for the city? Oh, here's 11,000 pounds of food. You're welcome.
1: Wow. Right? Yeah. They probably
2: had to limit to just three joints a day because fools were like clearing their cupboards. (laughs) Like, how many? Who do you know that has empty cans? Like, or not empty, but.
1: Cleaned out. (laughs) Right.
2: But even like everybody has just random cans of stuff like laying around, but you're not motivated to do it. But if you know they're going to give you. A joint for it? Sure, I'll do oh, it. Oh, yeah. you do it. Hell yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
2: you like people That's bringing in... That's a really
1: good idea, actually.
2: Next holiday they season. do
1: that to raise toys for Christmas. Wow. Ah.
2: CCMT should do that. Yeah, yeah. Next year.
1: Mm, something like that. Should do
2: that. So I thought that was pretty awesome.
1: Word. Very
2: successful. Granny's perps, good job.
1: So, okay... We all know Montel Williams. Montel! Yes. He, does, he has the talk show, and he has mm-hmm. MS, and he's very open about his use of medical marijuana mm-hmm. to treat his MS.
2: But not in an overly obnoxious way like some people.
1: Right. Jason, right, Right. Okay. Right. So, but apparently he got in trouble a little bit. A little bit. Really? Yeah. Wisconsin authorities say former talk show host and medical marijuana activist... Did he stop doing the show?
2: I think so. Isn't he, like, in his 80s now? I don't
1: have TV.
2: I don't either. I don't particularly go out searching for the Montel Williams show. I mean, I see the news
1: stories about him and his medical marijuana activism, but I don't see stuff about his show, so I didn't know he stopped doing it, but apparently he did. So, anyways... Uh, has been cited for possession of drug paraphernalia at General Mitchell International Airport in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hmm. The Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office said the Transportation Security Administration found Williams had a pipe commonly used for marijuana as he passed through a security checkpoint Tuesday. My question, though, was it loaded?
2: Hmm. Curious. And Hmm. curiouser. Um, We've had... Reports from people we've known and whatnot saying that it's no problem flying, uh in what Colorado's airport, Montana's airport, and what Utah? No, there was another one. I thought they said that was totally cool. Seattle, maybe I don't know. There's but a they've never—they haven't one. had any problems. So what is Wisconsin not a medical state?
1: Uh, Wisconsin. I don't. Think I don't know is off the top yet. of my
2: head. In the chat, someone go
1: quick. There's fifteen states subtract for carry the two.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Type it out. Do you want me to Google that for you? (laughs) Here, let me Google that for you. I I
1: Googled it and dun dun. dun, dun, dun.
2: Wisconsin is not. I'm gonna guess. That's just a guess.
1: Oh, no, it's not. No, about. it's
2: not. So, is that why he got in trouble? Probably.
1: Right.
2: He paid $484 <laughs> and they let him go. He was like, peace.
1: Paraphernalia is the only thing that is a misdemeanor. A- carrying any marijuana in Wisconsin is a felony. Really? Yeah.
2: So, in the airport, huh?
1: So, he was carrying a pipe, so that in, in Wisconsin... He probably does that a lot,
2: though, and it's probably glass, so I doubt it set off the alarm. Right. Like, what's the big so deal? So, in
1: Wisconsin, that's, that's a misdemeanor. Mm. So, because it's not legal there, right? and, you know, I think, from my understanding, if you're going to be You carrying- know they found it?
2: You know how they found it? Because huh. they were down by his junk. Because <laughs> that's the TSA's deal now.
1: Oh, no. Have
2: you flown lately? I haven't, but...
1: I don't really.
2: They care get for all flying. up <laughs> on your junk, from what I've heard. Wow! I don't even want to fly. I, don't now. they
1: have those scanners too that show them like perfect right. pictures of all your inmates? right?
2: And then you have cancer in your balls, like three yeah. minutes later.
1: Yay! Thank you so, TSA. I think, from my understanding, in order to fly with your your medical marijuana mm-hmm. or paraphernalia, you have to gain permission from the airport you're landing at. Right, and so I'm assuming he didn't.
2: <laughs> if the airport go you're landing steps. at isn't a medical marijuana state, they may not be too accommodating right. to right. your needs. Uh, being an MS patient, but or even you, famous talk show host Montel,
1: if you explain though that you're just stopping over for, right. you know, they I'm may not
2: staying long at all. Right,
1: and I will use it while I'm there.
2: I didn't even so, want to stop here. They made me. <laughs> yeah,
1: they just landed I used here. to have my own
2: plane, but since I don't do a show anymore, you know, money's kind of tight these days. <laughs> but I made my <laughs> donation to MMGA, didn't I, Montel? I
1: did. Yes, I
2: did. <laughs> I did. Didn't I, Montel?
1: <laughs> the sheriff's office says Williams paid the $484 citation and was released to continue his travel. Hmm. See, I His little see donation to the Wisconsin
2: Police Department. Here you yeah. go, Wisconsin. There's about You're 500 welcome.
1: bucks. Have fun. Can
2: I go now? Thank Buy you. Buy a new
1: coffee maker. Thank you. Williams has said he uses marijuana to relieve chronic pain caused by multiple sclerosis mm. that has... Dot- that was diagnosed in
2: 1999. Yeah, he's had it for a while now. Yeah,
1: the Mm -hmm. 54-year-old has said he became an activist pushing for medical marijuana laws after being stopped at a Detroit airport years ago for carrying drug paraphernalia. Messages left Tuesday for his attorney were not immediately returned, which is I
2: like that it's Montel, and you know, like as soon as the cop stopped, he's like, Are you serious? Yeah. (laughs) You know, he just got all up in that fool's face and was like, Get out of here. Here's money. Leave me alone. I have MS Dick.
1: You know, I think there's a line. There is a line. I mean, some stupid college kid that's going on spring break and he brings a pipe. I totally understand them getting in a little bit of a tizzy about that because you know what, dude,
2: come on. You don't need it. Like this guy, if he doesn't have it, he's really like not gonna have a good day at all, and not because he's addicted to it. Life is gonna
1: suck for him. Yeah. And so, I mean, come on, let certain people.
2: How? We should what just let mean? Sandy go up on the hill so she could just go up there and be like, "Come on." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's come on. It's no, it so obvious. Yeah, no, me. I know. I know. I it's, think it's so great that you're like this big and your voice is so high that we should just <laughs> throw you at them and be like,
1: "Come on." <laughs> Well, you know, I was,
2: Oh, okay. I, For you, all right.
1: The establishment I work at. We were talking today about being a marijuana activist and kind of like not being one at work, you know, and kind of keeping a lid on it during certain times.
2: Right. And Picking how, your battles, I believe is that right, what that's called.
1: Right. So, you know, when I'm at work, I am careful about what I say. I work with people where if someone comes through drive-thru and they order a bunch of crazy stuff, you know, they'll turn around and go, oh, they're high, ha, ha, ha. (laughs) And I keep my mouth shut. (laughs) I don't get all, you know, angry and defensive and everything. You know, I just say, well, maybe they took Laura Taps. And then I just beg the food and hand it out. (laughs) And I just... It just drives me nuts how certain people don't know how to keep their mouth shut sometimes, right? Right. So, when we were talking today, I was just kind of trying to say that, you know, I don't... I I keep it quiet at work for certain reasons. Right. But then... Apparently somebody decided to talk about how I do this show and everything and he thought it was kind of cool even though he's not like a medical marijuana patient or anything and he doesn't even smoke pot. Right. He just thought it was cool that like little me like gets in front of a camera and is all like, (laughs) the government sucks! Even though I don't say that. Come on. (laughs) Well, it just doesn't make
2: sense. Right.
1: You're, you, you know, Christians... We'll sit there and talk about how much they believe in God, but they'll bash something he created. Like, we're not even altering it. Yeah, right. It's not like we're taking it and then having to blend it and cut it with stuff before we before we get it to people. Or find
2: maybe, perhaps, synthetic analogs of it to... Package right. as perhaps incense and or bath salts, invigorating bath salts.
1: Right. And so I just, <sighs> I mean, there's so many times that I sit there and I just want to go, come on, that doesn't <laughs> on. make sense.
2: It uh, doesn't at all. But silly. I,
1: but there's certain times where I just keep my mouth shut about it. Right. But yeah. Picking so, your battles.
2: Right. Right.
1: But anyways. Well. So...
2: Do you want to talk about, did okay, you, you? everyone is scared that like if you get a bunch of pot dispensaries around that like th- the crime is gonna go up because they're gonna start getting robbed, and every time one gets robbed, everyone makes like a huge deal that like oh, it was a violent robbery, yeah, and never, uh, yeah. right, like every v- robbery's violent, and it happens to pharmacies. Probably a little more than I would say it happens to dispensaries, oh, but yeah. you don't really hear about that unless you, you know, really go searching for it. This is, you know, so tell us about that.
1: Okay. So an,
2: San Jose, <laughs> an
1: armed invasion mm-hmm. of a San Listen Jose.
2: Listen to the way this is phrased. And the headline is another violent pot robbery stokes cops fear of trend. Yeah. Just like it's... Like, I'm going to scare you real quick. Hold on.
1: There's another drunk person. I'm worried alcohol might Mm. be an issue.
0: Mm. No,
1: that never happens. An armed invasion of a San Jose marijuana grow house dominoed into violent chaos Tuesday night.
2: Hold on. Do you... I want you all to clear your minds. And I want you to envision violent chaos. Just...
1: Flames and bombs. violent chaos. Michael Bay.
2: Blood that is and guts. violent
1: chaos.
2: Right. So
1: Tuesday night near the Children's Discovery Museum.
2: I might add, <laughs> it was next to a Children's Discovery Just Museum. Just
1: in case you thought it wasn't bad enough.
2: <laughs> Not violence and chaos <laughs> near a Children's. What? What is it? A children's discovery <laughs> museum? museum?
1: yeah. What
2: the hell is that? It's
1: where they go in and touch and feel and learn things. Huh. The latest in a string of crimes aimed at pot growers and dispensaries. Mm-hmm. It ended with a San Jose police officer blasting his gun at an onrushing vehicle, <laughs> shattering the leg of a suspect who might not have been involved in the robbery at all.
2: Okay, so hold on. <laughs> It ended with the cop
1: shattering, blasting
2: his gun all over the place,
1: and shattering,
2: shattering the leg of someone who like may glass. or may or may not have been involved.
1: No, they don't say may. He just started they say shooting. Who might not right. have? It's not may or may not. It's but they call him, him a suspect. <laughs> They call him a suspect because he got shot. They don't want to get sued yet. Okay,
2: right. Gotcha. (laughs)
1: They want to wait until things die down a little.
2: That's just an amazing (laughs) sentence. Yes. Blasting his gun. (laughs) Total
1: Michael Bay movie all over that. By Wednesday, four people were in custody and a fifth was on the run. A victim and a suspect were hospitalized Mm -hmm. and officers armed with warrants were searching the little locust street home. Where a crop of pot plants may have lured out of towners, Robert, out of town robbers, to start the whole thing. Acting police chief Chris Moore said he was concerned about the growing crowd of criminals who have targeted private grow houses and medical cannabis clubs in the city. <laughs> okay, is it just me or is this the first story I've seen? Like that's all big about San Jose being all robbed.
2: Yeah, I mean San Jose though.
1: I mean there's crime. Can we look at San Jose? There's Jose's, lots of people. But how many banks Wiki have been robbed?
2: San Jose. San Jose, the third largest city in California. Sure. Yeah. 7.5 they million people. They got 7.5 million people. There's
1: some anarchy brewing in that. Huh.
2: So let's see. It's crime. A huh. There's a crime section. As San Jose's population increased, its crime rate continued steadily upward, as you would yeah. expect. Sure. Uh, during the 90s and 2000s, the crime rate fell, although not as quickly as crime rates in many other American cities during that same time. Although crime rates have recently risen, it is still ranked as one of the safest cities in the country with a population over 500,000. 501,000, excuse me, ah.
0: uh,
2: people. The designation is based on crime statistics reported to the FBI in six categories murder, rape, robbery, aggravated assault, burglary, and auto theft. Ooh. Current mayor, Chuck Reed, is a member of the Mayors Against Illegal Guns Coalition. Good to know. And mm-hmm. organized, formed in 06 and co chaired by New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg, who, Ooh. as you may have seen the billboards for, uh, smokes pot. Yes. Absolutely. So. Good there.
1: Police say... <laughs> <laughs> you got all of the crime If you needed
2: to do a report on the crime rate of San Jose, <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> Police say single family homes throughout the city are being converted into urban marijuana gardens, capable of generating millions of dollars in profits.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, no. <laughs> There's money! Were they, were they empty for the longest time before and the guy who owned the place was like, thank God somebody wants to do something with this shithole?
1: All the foreclosed homes and stuff like that? For sure. Um, Of course, you know. So, but they have also renovated renovated themselves into lucrative targets for criminals like the men who burst into the San Jose home and robbed a terrified couple grazing one man in the head with a fired bullet. Well, of course it was fired. Maybe
2: (laughs) if you're in one of these homes that is producing millions of dollars in profits, you will have some sort of security (laughs) system in place Ra i.e. dogs or guns or such right right you wouldn't just be in there like sitting down with your wife watching tv and all of a sudden like four big giant mass fools with guns rolls in on you and you just sit there like Oops. it's back there uh yeah <laughs> do you need some help that's like, you reach part- under the couch, and you grab the shotgun, and you start blasting off shots, right? That's, that's the what part I'll do. of any shit.
1: job that's always made me nervous. If you live at the Grove, always-
2: <laughs> that's your job. Yep. Shit, you protect that shit with your life.
1: That's the part of any job that's always made me nervous. If it's producing... If you get held up, like, at... If you're robbed, you're supposed to just like say, "Okay, take everything and don't hurt me." Well, yeah, if
2: it's like a gas station or something, but yeah, but how- if if you're producing millions of dollars, you know, yeah, true.
1: So, but it in goes which on- case, you
2: would have like gun turrets mounted on the freaking walls, right? Yeah, you would press the button in your pants pocket, and it would target them, and that would be the end of it. It would have RoboCop's voice. It would be like, "Drop your weapons!" That'd be so awesome.
1: This story just goes on to make it sound like, you know, it's World War III. I basically
2: just wanted to focus on the part where the cop just started blasting his gun at the onrushing vehicle and (laughs) shattering the leg of someone who may not have been involved.
1: to it as a bizarre and bloody night, which doesn't help a whole lot.
2: Right. See, the difference between this and when a pharmacy gets robbed is that nine times out of ten, the guy robbing the pharmacy rolls in with a note probably doesn't even have a gun, and the pharmacist just gives him it because he knows tomorrow it's going to be replaced and he's not going to have to pay for it, so who yeah. gives a shit? Yeah. Put more of it on the streets. Who cares? It's not his job. Like, he does not care at all. Yeah. But these places, more times than not, I bet, the people living there, like, it's their thing. Mm-hmm. Or they're related or, you know, something like that.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You
2: don't live at the girl unless you're close to, you know...
1: Well, and you've got to always be prepared. Right. Always be prepared.
2: So. So. Anyways. Well, thank you for that, and.
1: I believe. Is that it? That is it. All right. All right.
2: Well, thank you, everybody.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Jimmy.
2: What is this called again? Strawberry, Strawberry cough. This is. There's amazing. also
1: THC bomb. <laughs>
2: is that where's that?
1: That's over here. Sorry, we didn't.
2: Fantastic. Get that. And uh, email info at hotboxpodcast.com you can leave us a message four oh six two oh four four six eight seven. Thank you. Thank you, Sandy.
1: Thank you, Matt.
2: Um I was gonna say something. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I'm randomizing the playlist <laughs> and we'll see you Saturday. Bye. If you like, you we, like. This, we, is we, this is where this you where need you to need to be. be. <laughs> if you like,
1: we. This is where you need to be. Thank you for listening.
0: To